following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. In three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. And tonight, we have a familiar face back on the show. Mr. Devin Ream is back in the building. How are you doing tonight, Devin? Yeah. I am doing well. How about you, 34? I'm doing good, man. Honestly, I think that since the last time I talked to you, life has been going like this for me, up and down. I've had uh-huh. some crazy highs. I've had some crazy lows. But, you know, that's that's how it goes. And I'm, I'm just trying to... Uh, find a rhythm uh, my job i work at the yeah. high school and you know since we're just starting it's been like five days of school six days of school and i'm tra- just trying to find the rhythm um, but i'm excited man i feel like this new wave of and i don't want to jinx it because it's been six <laughs> days of school but kids <laughs> seem to have more energy a better attitude and i think a one year back into the classroom um you know they were kind of still you know, not really feeling it because they just had one right. year of being out of it. But I think they liked it. And now they're trying to get it back, at least, you know, the social uh, social aspect of school back to how it was before. Um, and that's right. exciting. You know, it makes me feel like they yeah. missed they missed each other. They missed, you know, learning together, doing new things together. Um, and yeah, it's, so for, for me in my position running the after school program, it's a. Uh, it's it's inspiring and you know keeps me motivated and super excited yeah. uh but yeah thank you for asking yeah man yeah i was gonna say it's like i i tell you what man especially like you were saying first year back they're trying to get their bearings they're trying to remember kind of like how to reprogram what they had before especially if you're going from like junior high to then high school you're like this is a little different you know and then like you were saying you got one year back in whether you're doing like a hybrid learning or all in person or what have you and yeah like you were saying it's like that interaction with everybody again i think i i truly do think that a lot of folks when it comes to schooling anyways I think they're like, they're kind of figuring out like, yeah, I I may need to find those things where I pick up and learn now. And like when I'm congregated around a lot of other people, Mm -hmm. because I may not get that once I'm out of school. Right. It's It's tougher, man. I don't know for you, but like teaching yourself things, you can do it, but you got to be like extra motivated because if no one else is with you learning these things, it's like, well, you know, it's it's all self intrinsic, you know, motivation. Um, Being in school, it's a lot easier just because, you know, I don't know for you, but for me, you know, there's a competitive nature to school and like, you know, a little bit. Yeah. You, you want to be, yeah. <laughs> you want to be the best at certain things. Um, totally. Just, but for me, it was, it was a soundboard, right? Mm, like I could, I, you know, like I could say something like, oh yeah, because of, you know, like if it was a history class or something, it's like, oh yeah, because of so-and-so doing the blah, 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 blah. And then I'm just like stereotypical white dude, Southwest Missouri. So if there was anybody else that came from even just like St. Louis, right? Where you have more of like an urban background and it's like, no, there were like these organizations, they do this, this, and this. Cause out in the country, organizations, right? <laughs> it was a lot of churches and like small time organization, right? So when you hear about all those things and how it's expanded and how it's throughout the U.S. So if there were people from like other states that were there or just completely different, you know, uh, racial backgrounds, ethnic backgrounds, what have you, I could say something and they would have something that not only related to what I said, but it like actually helps solidify ideas and like overarching kind of like I would say guides of like how to do things that actually helped a lot. Uh, Some kids, you know, their parents, like my dad was an accountant. My mom mainly did like economic type stuff. So like if anybody else's parents did something outside of that, that's kind of what you're, you know, exposed to. And so it's like, if I'm in a math class and I'm just like, 
I remember my dad going clicky clack, clicky clack, and then the little sheet comes out and it tells you this number. And then some other kid is like, yeah, no, my dad's like an engineer. And so <laughs> really there's a shortcut to this and they can go, it's like, well, dang, like that's the way to do it. Like I'm not doing it the old, old my old man way. I'm going to go with your old man way. Like I'm doing the shortcut. Like yeah. it's a good sounding board. New information yeah. being shared. Uh, totally. And, and I think, I mean, that's the goal, I think, for any conversation. And I hope people are open. To, like, I'm glad that you're open to that. Because then some, I know some folks that might be like, well, you know, you, your dad can do his right. thing and I'm going to do what my dad does. Uh, so there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. different, <laughs> right. a lot of different yeah. ways to approach it. Um, totally. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do, we normally do some intro questions. We normally do an icebreaker and then we turn to the wheel of fate um and then go to the closeout questions but since devin's been on before uh feel free to check out his first episode um i, th- I believe it's probably gonna be six episodes before this one or seven um yeah. check out his answers there but today we we never got a chance to get to the wheel yeah. of fate um so today we're gonna go sh- jump straight into it if you don't mind devin is that cool with you do it do right. it <laughs> yeah let's go wheeling all right man here goes the wheel on the screen um and just a reminder before i spin it if any question is too deep too personal feel free to pass there's no pressure um and don't feel like you're cornered to to answer these questions that's fine i I will say man even i get super anxious or like nervous about asking these questions because i know i don't know how people are going to take them um but i think i think you'll be good with them for sure Uh, all right all right so this first one number 25 uh, all right. is what are your distractions oh my gosh man my <laughs> distractions are i i would say they're multitudes of distractions so like to put perspective on it i would say like in the morning my distraction is my obligation to others so like it when i wake up it's like i gotta feed my cats so that's not something with me that's just something like my cat's yelling it's like and i'm like oh my god so i've got to feed them and then like i go after that i'm like okay i need to take a shower and then i gotta like get ready and so that's like the one part of my day where it's like that is the thing for me to do and in that moment, like when I'm in the shower, I have shower thoughts all the time <laughs> and, they, and they race through. I've thought about buying like a pen and a whiteboard so that I could write them down. Cause sometimes I feel like there's genius stuff in there. And then there's other times where I walk out and I mean, the second my foot hits the bathroom mat outside my shower, I'm like, man, I don't even remember what I was thinking. Like what the heck uh, was going on in there? And like, they're gone. Right. So it's just like, and then I'm like, okay, I got to make breakfast. So I, you know, that's for myself a little bit, but definitely for my wife. I love cooking for my wife. So that's like something like I like to do, but at the same time, like I got to do it, you know, speedily. You're not letting people sit hungry. Right. And then most of the time, except this summer, cause they were only doing three episodes a week. I watched some good mythical morning. I go through that, you know, and then it's like other YouTube videos, what have you. I'm drinking my coffee. And then it's like, what do I got to do for people at work? And that's kind of like how the whole day goes. And then during the day, the distractions that are like going to trip me up are like, oh man, new Kendrick, like new Kendrick's out. I'm going to be like, just absolutely vibing with this. And then I look (laughs) at like the list of stuff that I've got to do. And I'm like, I mean, I can do that and listen to Kendrick too. This ain't going to be like, come on, come on, come on. And then it's like, I'm halfway through Kendrick's album and I look at the other list. And if I'm not halfway through that list, it's like, hey, Kendrick, I'm going to have to listen to you like when I'm cooking or something. Like I'm getting too into the music instead of what I should be doing. Mm. Or like, you know, the distractions that everybody has at work, whether it's like a phone call comes in or you know you just a new priority shows up like something you know somebody didn't show up that day so you gotta take care of this and that so yeah multitudes man just like it it feels like the distractions will multiply but that makes you savor the like less distracted times a Mm -hmm. little bit more 
you know for sure for sure yeah uh, did you mention that uh well how would you rate your focus level like when you can get oh, when you can when you lock in and uh you right. know you mentioned earlier you were working on something for like about six hours uh totally yeah yeah what's your focus level yeah. like so i i i get what they call like hyper focused i just everything goes outside of that which is odd i'm a bigger dude and so i think like a lot of people think that like you would be thinking of just the next things that are coming up in your day and one of those things you got to eat right you got to eat you got to drink you got to have something and man when i'm in that hyper focus mode it's like I'm not hungry. I don't need to eat anything. Like I'm gonna get this figured out or I'm gonna get this set up. I'm gonna get this completed until this is done. And it kind of just like, it just like zones in all at one. And I'll admit what I notice is after that happens, there's a good like, I'd say 24 hours or so where your brain, it, it can't do that again right Interesting. It, they, yeah, yeah, yeah like my like my brain's just like dude you 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 turned on the afterburners and you <laughs> got to give us a minute like you can't you can't just keep doing that every single day and so it's like okay fine like i'll i'll have to do something simple and so it's like trying to do things back to simple kind of resets it a little and then hopefully the day after it's like i can go back at it again uh, but I would say focus level wise, it used to be really, really bad. Um, I would say even a year ago, it used to be really, really bad. Um, basically, it was multiple times a day. I'd get hour and a half, two hours of like a hyper focus time and then four to five, six hours of just like good luck keeping me on one topic good luck <laughs> keeping me on like any one task like i'm probably gonna forget half of the stuff that i gotta do and then it was just immediate to like i got two hours i'm gonna do this, 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 this. and i would like start going through it and yeah the two hours was up and then it was like you know i think next year i want to go to yosemite you know, I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. But then again, I got to get a new car. Ooh, if I get a new car, though, it'll be a Subaru. <laughs> and it's like, who else drives Subarus? Do I know anybody that drives a Subaru? Oh, I got that coworker. Ah, which reminds me, they got to watch my cats. And I'm like, it's like, it started to jump. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Totally. And so like now I feel like I'm better at keeping the the jumping topics at you know like just before bed you know mm, like i'm yeah. getting better at that you know so gotcha. yeah yeah i and, mean I, I definitely i feel like there's some similarities with our with our workflow in, in that sense i know for me uh, i never really noticed like when i'm like super focused on something and then next day whether or not i can focus again uh mm. i think for me I, I definitely noticed slowing down like i don't know yeah. if you, you've done this where for me, if if I get into something, let's say at like 9 p.m. at night, um, mm. eventually it'll get to a point where like, damn, it's 1 a.m. And yep. I, I don't know where the time went. Uh, right. But then yeah. I'm like, I'm so close that maybe I should, mm -hmm. let me just do it till I finish. And then that takes another couple hours. And it's like, damn, it's 3 a.m. now. <laughs> um, yep. And then the next day, I'll probably wake up knowing that like, oh, let me go check on it again. And then I could only do it for like maybe an hour or two before I'm like, oh, I'm over this or like I, I need a break or I need to do something else. So maybe there is something yeah. to that. I never really, really realized it until you just mentioned that. Um, but yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I wonder how many yeah. folks out there kind of do the same thing. Maybe it's a natural human thing or maybe it's something unique to us. I haven't, yeah. talk I haven't talked to enough people just yet. Uh, <laughs> well, and it's, it's one of those things, like I know a lot of like uh, ADHD folks or just people who are really into game theory, they talk about the dopamine hit, right? Mm. So like, yeah. yeah, so it's one of those things where like, I think when I'm in that hyper focus mode of like six to eight hours, I feel like there's a lot of miniature like accomplishments within that, especially if it's something I've never done before. And I'm like, yes 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 like you feel yourself kind of going up that ladder and then like you were saying the next day you know how far you've gone and so 
in that hour or two, if you're not hitting those miniature milestones again, like you were saying, it's like, yeah, maybe I've hit a dead end. Like I'm over this. Like I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta figure out what's going on. And maybe if I get back to it, maybe that'll happen. And I saw that happen with video games all the time. Like you said, I was a big MLB, the show guy. I used to play that all the time. And like you were saying, I'd look, you know, 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, I'll go to bed at 11 15. That's a good time. <laughs> and so I will do that and it'll be fine. And then I get like so many challenges done and I look up and I'm like, oh, well, now it's like 11 30. Man, I might as well just finish this whole segment. And then it's like, I would just do that. And like you were saying, by the time you get back to what, you actually should have been doing you're like all right well 2 a.m that's an okay one that's a good time to just hit the hay here we go and you realize that like there is like this like downtime you have to have downtime before you actually like fall asleep and yeah i I didn't like that feeling of like i was still at 2 a.m somehow i was still like jittery like yeah, man, I bet I bet I could get this done. I bet I could get that done, but I gotta go to bed. There's no way I can do that right now. Like, there's no way. And I'm like, still need downtime though. And then I'd look at my phone and I would hope to like scroll across some video that like, yeah, now oh the MLB the show da 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 do this for blah blah blah. And like, if I saw that, I knew I had to scroll past it because I would watch that until three a.m. and then do what it's like no. And yeah, yeah, Madden, that can do it to folks. <laughs> oh, oh, that, man. that happens. That's that's me, Madden and yeah. uh, basketball games. Um, totally. Yeah, NBA 2K. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many relentless nights I spent on. It, it was 2K21, 2K20. Like, yeah. Do you, yeah. Do, uh, you ever do franchise mode in those games? Oh, yeah. 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 That, that's what, oh, what yeah. I really get lost in franchise mode. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I wish they were they were more robust. Uh, like, you know, everything's totally. microtransactions right now. No. Uh, so I know. <laughs> They're like, grind for hours and pay nothing or give us more money and you can have most of everything that you want. Yeah. They're like... <laughs> like I'm, yeah i'm used to 007 golden eye you shouldn't be doing this to me like come on man like <laughs> i wish i wish there yeah. was a game company out there that would just be like nah screw all this cash grabbing right now right let's g- give a complete game and put it out there uh totally and- I don't know. I don't think I've seen it just yet. You know what game I've been on yeah. lately? I don't know if you've been playing this one. Multiverses? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I've been playing yeah, that. I got a buddy a of mine who's been playing that a lot. He told me, he's like, you need to get into it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. Like, are you sure? Not- like, he's like, dude, it's pretty good. I'm like, mm. like, man. I don't know if you're into Smash know. or like, you know, those. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've games. got my Switch. I've got my okay. Switch with. Oh yeah, yeah. I was never a Smash guy. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Oh um, no. Yeah. I, well, because I always got my butt whipped, and I would never totally. like. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, holding the I think GameCube GameCube controller uh, was one of them, and N sixty four I know was the first one, which that made sense to me. But for the GameCube controller did not feel like. Yeah. I know for a lot of folks it did, but for me it. Felt wonky. Didn't um, make sense, man. Then, yeah, uh, it didn't make sense. It turned me off, yeah. man. So, yeah. But like multiverses, I don't know if it's because I'm using the Xbox controller and like the layout of like how to dodge and how to do the combos and all this stuff. It, yeah. I am sucked into it. I'm like, I'm, I can do this, <laughs> and, it, and it's different yeah. from from uh, Smash oh, Bros. Man. When I would just feel like I died, like just like right away. So. Um, totally yeah and see that was the thing when i was like a younger kid and in high school and stuff like you're saying that was when gamecube and that whole super smash was going through and at the time i was like you i gamecube controller it was cartoony happy characters and i was like a little moody emo kid i think i I just was like (laughs) yeah i I was just like i was like why do i want to play with a plumber who's happy all the time no (laughs) like i'm gonna go with like resident evil this or like you know these type of things and then it was like i got into college 
and pretty much everybody was like yeah but you can't have any game that you're playing where it's like evil bad killing stuff what have you and i'm like well why like what are you talking about they're like yeah it gets like stressful and it gets too crazy and then you're having to learn all these new systems and all this stuff i'm like i guess so and then they're like the biggest reason though is i mean it's way easier to make drinking games out of mario type you know, <laughs> nintendo based games than this and i'm like oh okay so that's uh, really what it was and that's when it was like you know i do like super smash Bros. i keep getting like my butt kicked every time but i'm having a good time who cares if mario gets hit in the head by another hammer like i don't care and i get you know it was it was what it was and yeah, yeah now my- yeah i'm gonna get sucked into it i know i will yeah i was, I was gonna say my- oh man <laughs> My ego, it was too fragile for uh, Smash Bros. <laughs> totally. Back when I was a teenager, yeah. Yeah. Because you, you wanted to be like the kid who was good, that was great at it, right? Like Guitar Hero and stuff like that. You wanted to be the kid that was like, yeah, no, I can do through the fire and flames on expert, like not looking, you know, whatever. And I just knew in my head anyways, it was like, I don't think I'm ever going to be that kid. And mm-hmm. so... You know, it's like, I think that especially with certain video games, it was like that. But at the same time, there were other games that like I knew my buddies, they were like, they were never going to get good at it. Madden was (laughs) one of them. I knew that Madden or MLB the show. I was good at sports games. I was like, you put me in a sports game. I know the rules. I know what's going on. I can play it on the hard modes. I don't care. And yeah. Uh, I was here. (laughs) Fragile ego, man. But I, I did. I had, I, it was like, yeah porcelain just really really just like oh well it'll be okay if it just don't drop me <laughs> and it would just yeah no good well no speaking good. speaking of ego how how do you feel like it's changed since that high school times to to now like i yeah. yeah i would i would say now i way healthier ego about me now than i did back then i think back then there was a lot of things that I was beyond insecure about, right? Like just things that it's like, yeah, I was a chubby kid back then. And of course you're trying to look good for whichever gender you're trying to go for. And I knew in my head, it was like, yeah, no, like I'm not going to be the super tall athletic, whatever kid. So like, I got to be funny. I got to do this or I got to do that. And so there was that element of it. But then at the same time, like I I was worried about school stuff. Like I knew my parents expected like Mm. you're going to college. You're not gonna like. And I I think part of it was like, you're this overweight kid, like good luck going into the military. Like you're Mm -hmm. not going to do that. So like, and why blue collar work? You think you're going to do blue collar work? Like I doubt it. And I'm just like, yeah, you're going. Like, this is going to be, this is going to be rough. And so I, I had to do that. And so there was that insecurity of like, am I smart enough to do that? Am I going to be, you know, what have you? Cause I think like, I think back then there was a lot of, I can pick three people that are better than me at this video game. I can pick three people that are better than me at academics. I can pick three people that are better than me at uh, you know, I played baseball in high school. So like three people that are better than me at high school baseball. So it was like, when you're always thinking about these people who are supposedly better than you at that. Yeah. You get very insecure and you get, uh, kind of mean at times. Like if somebody tries to call you out on it and you just feel like, Oh, well, you know, if I just like, hit at their low point then it's going to be fine and i luckily i never had to do that that often i was always trying to like kind of calm the mood and be more funny and try to you know do those things but at the same time you know when everything goes quiet you're at home you're just sitting there playing a game or you're doing whatever yeah those thoughts would creep in and you're just sitting there kind of going like what the heck am i gonna do like, what am I going to do? And I think it's like, I think the only thing I can say to kids that are like that, where you feel like you have way too many interests and you're always like third, fourth or fifth place at whatever. Uh, it's, it's sad to hear and it's hard to hear at times, but those folks that are at the gold, silver and bronze, 
they are not great at a lot of other things and they may get disinterested in the very thing that they're gold silver bronze level at right and so it's one of those things where having the just the knowledge of i'm gonna work on myself or i'm gonna work on me doing that thing that was a way better driver than comparing myself to somebody else you know and i think that actually it made it to where it was like you're more vulnerable with yourself because you know your own weak points and you're like yeah no i'm not great at that and this is going to be uncomfortable and this is going to be weird but i'm trying i care about my improvement i it has nothing to do with the person that's making 18 mil a year doing whatever like this is about me i want to be better at this and if that's the next step i got to take that's the next step i got to take I can't be jealous of the staircase because it's so tall, right? You just put your hand on the rail and you keep going up the stairs, right? Yeah. You just yeah. keep going. Yeah. No, that, that's interesting, man. Cause like, you know, I don't know if you see the little thing I have in the back that says no to self, let go of ego. Right. Uh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you, you know, you were mentioning just being, not comparing yourself and just kind of, you know improving yourself uh and i used right. to use this phrase called like you know just be better than yesterday it's not my phrase I, I know it's a phrase that's been used all the time yeah um yeah but even then that makes me think is that egotistical like for me to think of myself yesterday and try to be better than it's that id. person it's right id. It's, it's, it's very id right i i think i think a lot of people when they hear the word ego i think they automatically attach pride to it mm-hmm. right and I think that like a true ego or a true uh, id, if you wanted to spin it in a positive light, it's self-confidence and it's self-assuredness, right? Like I know pretty much any job I will get hired for or that I will ever do, I will probably be a very quick learner at it. Will I be an expert at it? Uh, that is to be determined. But it will will I be the best that ever did it? Uh, more than likely not. But I might be really, really good. And so it's like one of those things where I think an ego is a really bad thing whenever that pride element is turned up to 11, right? And it's like, not only am I a quick learner, but I'm going to be the best one. I'm going to be the guy that does blah, 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 or the gal that is going to do this without the help of X, Y, Z, right? Like it's one of those things where that's when it's like, it almost feels like you're closing yourself off to the like actual reality of something, right? Mm. Your ego is shielding you. Your ego shouldn't shield you. Your ego should basically be this thing of, I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. And if I make mistakes, that's not going to hurt my ego. My ego is moldable, right? It's able to take a hit. It's able to get, you know, moved around a little bit because otherwise you're looking at an ego that shatters and then that's when people go off the deep end usually <laughs> right yeah. like when you when you crack somebody's ego yeah it's usually not a good thing uh yeah they get kind of yeah it's it's yeah. zero to a hundred honestly especially right. if you right. can uh you know squeeze through that crack and really touch whatever insecurity Ooh. they got going on uh, i've seen it um and yeah yeah i don't know if it's ever really happened to me i do a lot of like i think i mentioned to you i'm an overthinker so if someone were to attack my ego i'd kind of just like be quiet and like hella analyze what they just said (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but no uh i mean we're kind of stuck on this ego topic but i do want to ask you how does that play into like your podcast and you know how Um, you're because i know for me uh I try to separate it, right? Like I, I enjoy totally. what I do if even if yeah. you know, it never takes like what people can would consider success. But yeah. I also know there's people who ask me all the time, like, Oh, how's the podcast going? And I'm like, Oh yeah, it's great. You know, I'm still talking to people, I'm still recording episodes and then they're like, Yeah, is it blown in blown up yet? And I'm like, 
no nah, but I, i'm really not sure how to answer that question because in my mind it's like <laughs> i don't think they're understanding what i'm getting from it and right like, i almost right. have to like validate you know that that idea of success um through what i'm doing yeah. and i'm not gonna lie i, I think that does hurt my ego a little bit because i'm like i right. mean yeah <laughs> if you're not seeing it as a success then you know maybe it isn't and on that i would yeah. say that's one of the lows i had this past month like since i talked to you it's like mm. someone brought that up and i'm like damn like is it really you know something that's worth it but i know deep down it is and i feel like deep right. down it's gonna work out but you know just just trying to right my ego trying to like live up to other people's expectations or success so yeah for totally. you does it yeah. affect you at all or you've been able to kind of like so, handle it i feel like i've been okay at handling it. like you were saying there are times like that it's i i think the thing that i get out of that whenever somebody says like oh how's that going how's your podcast doing like you you know getting tons of you know revenue or anything coming in from it or and I think in my head, the thing that I try to think of is like, what did I tell this person about the podcast? Mm. Like, what did I say that, that they think that like the first thing they jump to is revenue, you know, because if the last thing that I talked to them about was that like, oh, I got a sponsor, like this is so cool you know, what have you, then that's probably why they think that way is gotcha. it's like, Oh, well, is your sponsor paying you a bunch of money? And you're kind of like, yeah, that's not totally what I'm trying to get out of it. Like I, you know? Um, and so it's one of those things where I try to, it's almost like I have to reaffirm in my own mind, like, what am I doing this for? What is the true meaning of this? And it's not trying to be philosophical. It, it truly is like trying to ground yourself of like, is this the thing that I want to do? Because I, my wife's heard me, I don't know how many times say like, God, when is this going to pay off? Like, when is it? And I think in my mind, when I say that, I mean more of like, I, I just get more affirmation out of it. I would rather hear from a cookbook author or some chef or like, uh, you know, somebody who I hadn't talked to in a long time and they listen to my podcast and they go, wow, like this episode about whatever. And they mention details about it. And they're like, I loved that episode. That was really great. I feel like that is like that reaffirms exactly why I'm doing it right because mm -hmm. that's a lot of the reason why i listen to a lot of other podcasts i'm not doing it so that like you know uh, this guy can get more money or this gal can get another sponsor so that it's like no they have something to offer that i can just listen to and it's great like it's great to listen to it keeps me you know engaged it makes me feel like there's people who understand what i want to learn or what i want to know and so that's kind of like where I had to draw that fine line. Like, I think in the beginning, I think it hurt, like, it's funny you bring all this up. The one year of my podcast was August uh, 21st. Oh, so wow. two days ago. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, Happy birthday. And man. so, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, I sat there thinking about it and I'm like, okay, I'm at the one year mark. Did I expect to be here with it? Yeah. And I, I gotta say, I'm way above and beyond what I thought I would be at. And there's a part of you that wants to like somewhat take stock in that and be like, yeah, I did an awesome job. I did, da, da, da. but at the same time, <laughs> there's the, the me, right? Who's like, no, I could take this so much further. I could do this and this and this and this. And God, my, if I just had this much more time, I could do this and this. And so like, I would rather feel like that than feel like I'm already at the top. Mm -hmm. I think when you get to the top, that's when you have to start looking elsewhere, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, what's the next mountain I'm going to climb? And so kind of like what you were saying, when somebody mentions to me, like, hey, how's the podcast going? I think one of my buddies, he had a birthday and I was talking to him and he said that. He said, well, how's the podcast going? Like, I haven't listened in a while, but I know you're still doing it. And so like that felt good in a way 
which was weird because I was like, he did admit that he's not listening to it that often. <laughs> but at the same time, he does know like, yeah, I know you're still doing it. And I think in, a, in my mind, the reason why I felt that like felt good was because he knew it's like he likes doing that. Like he yeah. likes doing the podcast. And that's why I know he's still doing it. And I check and I'll see the episodes, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm still doing it. It's awesome. I'm going to talk to like this author and I'm going to try to call this restaurant and see if I can talk to the chef. And then I've, you know, of course, talked to so-and-so and this person and we go over, you know, other countries food. And he's just like, well, I'm just glad it's still making you happy, man. Like that's, that's the thing that you should be doing is the stuff that makes you happy. And it's like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, it's like, it's hard to, uh, to grab what you had initially as this, like, it's going to be a new adventure mm -hmm. and you want to take it to the highest level. But at the same time, it's like, you got to enjoy the ride a bit, you know? Yeah. 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 That, that, that's yeah. been a tough one for me. And, you know, I think I'm getting better at it when people always say, like, you know, you might not be where you were, but, you know, see, look at how far you've come. Uh, right. And yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm getting better at that. <laughs> it's, it's hard to look back. I think that's yeah. the, you know what I mean? Like, cause it's like, I already went through that. Why am I looking back? Like I've already done all that. And so it's hard to, yeah, look in the rear view. Cause it's just like, I know what's back there. I did it. So like, I don't need to <laughs> rehash that. And yeah. so it just feels like, yeah, what can I do moving forward? Like, what am I going to, you know, and that's the thing is I know at least with my podcast, I feel like there's this thing of like, kind of like the thing I was trying to figure out before coming on here. Like I'm grabbing a lot of things and I'm learning new things. And that's like, that is insanely valuable and it's just to myself and like i think there's a lot of people that like they are so just so beaten down by whatever it may be and that happens in life so you shouldn't harangue people about that but like i know of people that they go to work they get their butt kicked all day they go home and they're like, just let me eat this mac and cheese and let me watch, you know, whatever is streaming that's hot and new because I need to relax because tomorrow it's going to happen again. Right. Mm -hmm. And I got to do this. And I feel very lucky that I found something that, yeah, all I got to do is go home and I'm like, what's the next thing I got to figure out? Right. Like, what's the next thing I'm going to build on? What's the next thing I got to research? What's the, you know, it's like this, I don't want to say never ending journey, but I mean, it's your own knowledge, right? Yeah. And so, and I think that's why teaching is alluring. Like hmm. you feel like you're part of someone else's never ending journey of knowledge, right? Yeah. Like you're a part of that. You get to, you get to be one of the, per, you know, people that sets blocks in front of somebody's path and gets to go okay i built you this path like take it like you run with it like you got to do this and there's something to that that i was always alerted to with teaching was like you're bestowing upon somebody this thing that literally took centuries to figure out and you just get to say like couple paragraphs in a textbook and it enlightens everybody right mm -hmm. or you show them how to do something and they get to use that the rest of their life yeah and hope, hopefully yeah. like you'll you'll just be you'll stay connected just because when they think of that in their memory it's like right. yo that that person was there and totally uh, and i think that you know that's a part of i guess you know part of my ego as well is like working with students or working with kids i hope they do remember that you know i was that guy that yeah. kind of like you know just exuded some kind of energy that they felt like you know oh this guy makes me feel like 
I should do it, you know, instead of um, being right. afraid. And I always try to tell kids like, it's okay to fail. It's okay to like uh, try something, not like it, and then move on to the next thing. Um, because yeah. for, for them, it's almost like, I, and I think we've all gone through it. We try something and we want to be the best at it. And when we're not, it right. just feels just so horrible. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, <laughs> but we, yeah. we got to keep pushing. I think everyone learns it as they grow up, and I'm trying to get these kids to learn it within, you know, the year that I, I see them or I'm with totally. them. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, just, I know for me, I, I don't know about you, but like, I know for me, whenever I did student teaching for a while, or whenever I talk to other people that I know that may have less experience at whatever I'm doing at work. I love being those people's like hype man. I love doing that. And it's because I didn't have that. <laughs> like I I hmm. didn't when I was going through school, sports, whatever. It was like I had these I in my mind, I don't know why, but the word lion tamer comes up. It might be because I'm a Leo. I, I don't know. But it's like, <laughs> which I don't care about that stuff. But I'm just saying, uh, weird coincidence. But uh, but no, it's like, you know, they they were always trying to like tame your expectations or tame, you know, your enthusiasm for things or tame, you know, your ego, uh, tame your, you know, excitement, tame whatever. It was always that. It was like I would get super excited about like oh my gosh in pitching like i finally learned how to throw a friggin slider and i'm not twisting my wrist which might cause injury or whatever like i figured out the hand holding i figured out the arm motion like i cannot wait to use this and then inevitably a coach or like you know a player that i played with would be like yeah yeah it takes uh, quite a few months to get that down you i know, got you the accuracy yeah, yeah. and da 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 and it was like in my head, I'm like, well, no dub, and I just learned this, and I'm excited. You don't have to friggin' like, I had a fire going over here, and you just came over with a bucket of water. Like, what the heck, man? And then inevitably, I'd go out, and now it's like, you know, I don't even want to throw the freaking slider. Like, I, you know, mm. like it's gonna take me months to do this. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I'll do it in my own time at home. Like, why do I gotta do it now? And so it always that's how i felt where people were trying to like tame that down and yeah. yeah now if somebody comes up to me and they're like yeah i got this done but i don't know like i think you know i just feel like i could have done better you know i'm like man woulda coulda shoulda nobody else got it done you did like mm. look at that like you take it run with that like I like I said, I, I love being the hype man for somebody just because, like I said, I, I, I think doing the the taming thing, which I'll admit I'm guilty of doing it, and you don't think that you are, <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah. you think you're just like, oh, I'm trying to I'm trying to help too. And then at the same time, it's like, did what I say kind of come off as downer? Uh, if that's the case, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> like, you know, but at the same time, if I know it's a moment where I'm like, Ooh, Devin, the hype man can come out. I, that's when I try to, yeah, I try to go all out for it. I feel you, man. Yeah. I, I am tempted to like, you know, I had to give a speech in front of the kids recently and I was tempted to be like, I'm your biggest fan. Like, you know, just to tell them that, right. like, just remember I'm your biggest fan. And, uh, I also am the kind of person to tell them like don't have too too don't have expectations you know like right you, you can dream right. you can push through but like you know if you were telling me you know if I was that person you were trying to learn a slider and that uh, you had taken a step forward um, you know I tried to not put it in your head like oh that's the greatest thing and you know you got right. it even though you might right. not have right but. I think now that I'm older, I think I would tell that person or tell you that like, okay, so uh, what about tomorrow? Like, what are you, what are you gonna do tomorrow? How are you gonna improve on that right. tomorrow? And keep it within that instead of telling them like, oh yeah, man, like you got it, and you know, ten, you know, you're gonna, right? If you work at it, you're gonna get drafted and all this stuff. Um, right. I, <laughs> right. I'm trying to keep basically it's like keeping them in the moment, right? It's yeah. like live in yeah. that moment, live in it, like enjoy it. And then what's the next thing? Not what's the thing you got to do in months, but what is literally the next thing? 
Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah that's, and, and like you were saying, I, I, I agree with you on that. Expectations, they, oh, that's a doozy, man, man. <laughs> oh, that, those are things that like, I think you hear it as a kid and you're like, yeah, but you gotta be prepared for what you want to do. So like, why wouldn't you try to figure out? And then you get older and you're like, man, expectation, like throw that out the window. Like you're never going to use that. And now I'm at this point where it's like, <laughs> I, you almost have to grab expectations and almost always, you know, you got like 34 questions for it. You're basically <laughs> just like, you're like, is this realistic? Is this something you even want? Is this something that you're doing for somebody else? Are you doing it for yourself? Yeah. Do you think this is actually going to benefit you in the long run? Is this going to be something that like turns away so-and-so, but then make somebody else enjoy your time more? Like, you know, and it's, it's like one of those things where it's like, it comes with these like guidelines and yeah, it's, it's interesting. And kind of like what you mentioned, I think part of it, I, I like talking to one of my buddies cause he's got three kids hmm. and I like talking to him because like he had kids young. Right. And now his kids are getting a little older mm-hmm. and I like hearing it cause I don't have kids. I'd like to have kids, but it's like one of those things where like whenever I talk to him about his kids, it's interesting to hear his perspective on like what they say, what they do, and then what he thinks about what they're doing. Mm. Right. Because it's like with him, he, he, he doesn't have expectations on them. Right. Like they're his kids. Like you love them unconditionally. You try to help them as much as you can. And you just try to do what you can, when you can, and you try to steer them the right way. But like, he truly doesn't say like, you have to go to college. Like, no, you, you know, would I like you to eh, maybe depends on what it looks like at that point. If you have to go into a hundred thousand dollars, some odd in debt again, like I might've had to, well then no, like, why would I want, I, I hated doing that. Why would you want to do that? And so it's like one of these things where like that version of just no expectations and being at truly an, an unconditional, caring, loving, you know, little miniature version of you and your family, there is something freeing about that. Or so it sounds, I don't know why, but it sounds really freeing to look at another human being that you care about more than anything. And you get to not put like these barriers or guidelines around them. You get to just basically go, do what you want to do and I can help if I can. And if I can't, then you're probably going to teach me something like mm-hmm. you're yeah. going to do something for me. And yeah, it's it, I for some reason that sounds very freeing. I don't know why. You know, I think it's it might be because that the expectations of ourselves that we put on ourselves and like we we talk about unconditional love and that's great that he has that for his children but do we have it for ourselves when we right. think of like our expectations oh. you know of ourselves oh, so man yeah that is oh. something we could talk you're about. right man we, we could chew yeah. on that for a while i'm sure yeah that's that's <laughs> a beef jerky cud right there that's oh man yeah because you're right i i put conditions on myself i put conditions on my cats for god's sakes i oh man (laughs) i'm just like if you jump up in my lap right now i swear to god like i tried for three hours i'll get up i'll get up if you jump up here and then you know i hear this i'm like all right i'm done i'm done like you know and so yeah like you were saying putting conditions on yourself that's a bomb yeah that's a bomb for sure it's a bomb uh yeah just a heads up, man. We have about ten minutes left in our, in our hour. Right. We got we got through one spin. I think we'll try to fit in this last spin, uh, so right, we can at least get do to it. it. Uh, let's but, try to do like a lightning round with spins. Let's oh, do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's try to get uh, five in. Oh, five. yeah. Five in ten minutes. So okay. Here we go. Let's do it. So you had twenty-five first. This next one is gonna be twenty-three. Twenty-three mm. is what makes you feel vulnerable. Oh my gosh, my weight swimming. I feel mm. very vulnerable when I'm swimming. I have stretch marks. I feel like 
Are people staring at me? If I wear a shirt, is it going to be okay? And then I'm like, uh, only fat people wear a shirt when they swim. Why would I do that? So you feel very vulnerable with that. I also feel vulnerable when I am flying. Um, so pre-flight, all this stuff, I get really anxious. And then the second we're in the air, so like altitude level, I'm perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. And then once it goes back into landing, I'm like anxious again until I hit the ground, which is weird because like statistically all those things, like I know it's one of the safest forms of travel, but I don't know if it's because I lose control of some kind. Yeah, you're, like you're when you're just... on the ground, yeah, when you're on the ground and somebody else is even driving, it's like I can at least unbu unbuckle my seatbelt or like do something. I don't know, jujitsu. I have no idea, but you feel like you're in more control for some reason. So I feel vulnerable when it has anything to do with like, uh oh, is somebody going to see something about my body and they think it's weird or if I'm not in control? Next one. Got you. <laughs> I, I just got to shut up because I feel like that. That's that's what makes <laughs> these questions go longer is when I want to say something. <laughs> but uh, 31 is... All right. How high are your walls? Like as far as like when you meet someone Ooh. new and letting them in, seeing the real you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would actually say that if it's somebody that I don't know very well and I don't know if I'm going to see them again, my walls are incredibly short. Uh, they're like barely ankle height. Right. I'm just kind of like, hey, man, how's it going? I'm going to I feel like I over like over uh what do they call that like info dump right i'm just like yeah man i went to college here and i did this and i did that and i at the end of it i'm like man i really blabbed the ear off of that like guy i don't know mm. why i did that and then there's other folks that like have known me for years and years and years and i may not have a high wall all the way around but like near the entry eh, walls are pretty high up there like there's certain topics I make the wall and it could be something that has to do, I don't know, with my past. Sometimes it has something to do with, it could be something that maybe I thought I could do for them or something I thought I could do for myself before seeing them or what have you. I'm not sure, but it's like, there's a segment of wall there where I've got guards, I got a watchtower, they're yeah. 50 feet tall. And then the next like segment over, it's just like, hey, if you step over on this, we'll give you a peanut butter cup. And yeah, you can watch uh, the new Moana 2. And it's like, Moana 2? I didn't even know that was out. And it, yeah, so it's like one of those things. Next one. You. Let's go. <laughs> I feel you on that, though. Very, very similar. Yeah. I, wish, I wish I could say something, but it's okay. <laughs> um, you got number 29. And uh, okay. I, I think I might have asked you this before, but let's see how you do an enlightening one. Uh, can you say you've lived a full life? Mm. So I would say that me, myself, I lived a full life, but I don't know if I've lived a complete full life for others. That's right. what I would say. Yeah. For me, I've done a lot, like a majority of things that I would like to do or, or I would want to have done and then I did it. But for others, whether it's like I want to have kids and I want to do things for them or it could be even other family members that I'm like, oh, I want to share this experience or what have you. I feel like that's the arena I haven't fully lived up to yet. Well, what do you think? Uh, for myself? Yeah, yeah, uh yeah. I, I, I think very similar to, to your answer. Um, it's, it almost feels like I feel content with where I'm at in life, uh, what I'm doing, what I'm about, uh, and how I've kind of like uh, been able to serve others in, in the things that I do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I don't think I've done enough for my parents, you know? Uh, mm. They might yeah. say something different. Uh, I don't right. think I've done enough for my friends or for my, my girl, but they might say something different. Uh, so yeah. yeah like it, it almost feels like the things that we do for other people at least for me I don't I just feel like a super selfish person sometimes man like you know the kid thing I don't know how old you are I'm 32 yeah. and uh I'm 32 yeah, yeah. someone asked, <laughs> yeah someone asked me someone asked me like oh uh, you know you're gonna have kids and I'm like might be too selfish for that or like or mm -hmm. and, and I kind of want to I want to be better but I know I got this dream that I'm chasing. I know I, you know, I'm not financially ready. I'm not 
in a position to feel like if I did have a kid, then, you know, I'd be able to give them the best life possible. Like it, it almost, it sucks for me to feel that way, but I've made a lot of selfish choices in the past that put me in this position. So that's why it makes me feel like, you know, I, I it wouldn't be a great idea. And so, but who knows, maybe I'll learn if that situation ever comes up and, you know, maybe that's what's going to take for me to be, uh, like more selfless is for for that situation to come up but yeah at, at this point um very similar to yours i i i feel like it's full for who i am but not for everybody else which maybe that's why we're still here you feel me right uh, but right yeah. yeah yeah i i know they say that really corny fruit salad thing like everybody knows tomatoes a fruit but you don't include it in your fruit salad that's wisdom <laughs> right and i've always looked at it as wisdom is it it is a greater thing to have than knowledge only reason being because wisdom are the steps that you've taken or the actions that you've taken and learned knowledge plus what you would have done could have done and what you will do while knowledge is just understanding what has been told to you Word. and i mean uh, I don't yeah. feel this way about myself, but some people think I'm a wise person and I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> I, I haven't figured it I, out yet. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. Let's go. Next one, man. Yeah. Next one. Let's next do one. It. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun though. I, I might totally switch up the way I do this because this is turning out a lot fun. Um, yeah. Number one, what makes you unique? What makes me unique, or at least a lot of the things I thought made me unique, are little quirks that I could be anything else, somebody else, who knows. I think the main thing is, is what makes me unique is the way that I can interact with others. I think that it could be anybody from any different stroker folk. It could be somebody who was a pastor for 15 years and somebody who could have been a hooker for 13 and i think i could relate to them either way and have a good conversation and you know be a good person to them they both deserve kindness they both deserve to have people around them or in their life that care and i know that seems like a religious altitude and so i can bring it back down to just something more simple which is just there are folks out there that struggle with physical burdens all the time could be they're in a wheelchair could be that they have a really bad shoulder from an accident at some point and yeah they get cranky on days where that thing really really hurts yet there are people out there that have gone through traumatic things and they would never tell a soul they would never do anything and on their bad days they don't even go out in public right mm, yeah. and so it's one of those things where i feel like Whenever I meet somebody, the thing that's unique to me anyways, is I try as hard as I can to basically look at them as hopefully a complete human being, even if they don't feel complete, you know? I, I feel I feel that so much, man, because I think similar in that way, we got to... And you said you're a Leo. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Leo, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I am not a Leo, uh, but there must be some similarities. Maybe it could be 1990. Yeah, yeah. 90. Maybe yep. that year is, is something. Yeah, that's, that's the year, man. The solar it was right before was the the dot com boom, right? But it was after the the weird Reagan year. Like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, very interesting. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, let's get this last one in. Do um, it. Here we go. Twenty-five. I, th I believe you got that already. So we're gonna do that one more yeah. time. Oh, so let's go. Yeah, number number one again. All right, <laughs> yeah, third, do it again. Do it again. Third, third, third time's, time's the charm. charm. Yeah, exactly. We got this. We got this. Here we go. <laughs> All right, twenty-three. 23. Um, you have a number between one and thirty-four. You'd like to choose for this last. Sure. One. Uh, let's do. Let's do 17. Okay, 17. Um, well, I think this is a good one to end, but is there anything right. you'd like to get off your chest? Oh, man. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that's a good one, actually. So, yeah, what I want to get off my chest is 
I hope that people feel the weight of what's going on right now. I feel like uh, whether it's kids going through school, whether it's parents that are trying to help their kids go through school, whether it was the pandemic, whether you believed in it or not, whether it was your typical CEO driving in on a Jaguar somewhere or a Maserati and they're thinking, man, we just need to get everybody back in this office. What have you? Humanity is a wide net and there's a lot of things that I think uh, whether it's the climate stuff going on right now, I saw flooding going on in Phoenix which was crazy to see. I did not um, hear about that yet, but wow. Yeah. It was, it was on TikTok and I'm like, what the heck? Like it was like a river of asphalt. Like the roads are getting destroyed and yeah. it's just like, yeah. But anyway, like all the stuff that's going on right now, I really wish I was in a point of authority or power or what have you. Cause I, I really wish that people could look around and be like, let's just do what is best for ourselves right now if you're a single mom one of the best things you could do is probably work from home be able to take care of your kid because child care is super expensive in this country and i don't know be, be right now i live in oregon so like oregon health plan be on ohp uh you're sure your employer can provide some medical insurance but you have a child so we need to make sure that child grows up to be the best person that they can be. And we need to make it to where there's not some type of income limit or some type of whatever to make that kid not get braces when that kid could have the most beautiful smile ever. And he or he knows that, but they're like, I know my mom and dad can't afford braces, so that ain't ever going to happen, right? And there's all those kinds of things that I, I really wish that people could take stock in look around you and ask what is really great for them and does that also mean that it's going to be great for me the phrase of like what's good for the goose is good for the gander hmm. i i think that people need to start looking around their own ganders <laughs> and they need to start going you know i i need to stop being judgmental i need to just ask them what could benefit you or what could help you out the most right now and what could I do to meet that? But also, how will that help me? How will that benefit me? And I think that a lot of people need to do that. Sure, man. Uh, yeah. I would like to add stuff, but maybe we should save that for a part three, man. Because I think we've had, we have good oh, yeah. conversations. Uh, and, totally, man. Uh, I, I am totally down for a part three. For I, sure. I would like to be one of the first people that have answered all 34. I love it. <laughs> That, yeah. that. okay okay if even if yeah. it's like one of these quick round ones because this is pretty fun totally. um but yeah, yeah man i want to thank you again Devin, for stopping by uh, absolutely 34 is, you're doing a good thing out here it feels slightly like therapy it feels really fun introspective yeah man it's amazing i, I appreciate that man i still gotta hop on yours yeah. uh, i'm sorry that i totally. didn't get a chance to sign up um but let, let me know if there's new topics yeah. that that you are oh, thinking totally. of doing it um. Yeah. I I'll plug it right now. Plate in time. We've got 1997 coming up. So yeah, I got 1991, I believe, coming out Thursday. Uh, so yeah, and then 1997 is coming out the next time. United Foods of America. Uh, we are going to Arizona. Weird ass talking about Phoenix. Anyways, <laughs> uh, then uh, mapping the culinary world. We're going to Vanuatu. Uh, to see their cuisine yeah i have never yeah. heard of vinawatu man <laughs> right yeah. i know i know it's a chain of islands it's in the pacific i'm like vinawatu okay and so i go there and then uh obviously checking out culinary convo at culinaryconvo.com or go to our youtube you can see the images of the food that we go over what have you my special guests uh yeah and eventually you'll see 34 on here yeah eventually yes whoop, yes yeah and then yeah yeah and then uh coming out here soon uh lula de mogus uh she is uh publishing her ethiopian cookbook enabla recipes from an ethiopian kitchen yeah so 
tons <laughs> of great things tons of great things and that's all food wise and then obviously listen to 34 questions thank you get sir. within yourself feel yourself you know yeah i appreciate that man and thank you for allowing me to be a part of this journey for yourself as well um but yeah, yeah. man i want to thank all the folks out there if you've enjoyed the conversation uh, and would like to be a part of it feel free to check out 34questions.com and um yeah. yeah remember to reach out reach forward as always much love Oop, let me uh do this ad and i gotta do that thing again but do it oh here we go like if you might like share if you if might you care. share if you care subscribe for a vibe you didn't know was there yes sir yes sir thank you Devin. yeah <laughs> yeah um, and yes reach out reach forward as always much love we'll catch you guys next time on 34 questions peace Peace out from there um but yeah, yeah man Ooh.